Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Everett Farnell, we happen to be recording today's episode on the very day after Donald Trump won his whatever the heck primary was, Indiana or something, and then yeah. dropped out. And now Donald Trump is suddenly going to amazingly be the nominee for the Republican Party. So, I mean, this for actual Trump. Trump supporters and the whole Trump world. This is like an amazingly exciting day. So, of course, it is also here, as it always is, on the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast. Well, what's amazing, it's an exciting day for business owners across the board because I don't care whether you support Trump politically or not. The fact is that as long as he's in this political race, you and I are going to be here telling business owners how to mimic what he's doing to make some money. So this just means that we have year that we have at least six more months to uh, to teach business owners and i i don't know i mean people are saying it's, he's going to have to fight hillary he seems pretty good at destroying anybody he comes up against so well and I'm don't curious don't, uh, don't ruin the upcoming episodes because that's exactly what we're teaching <laughs> here is how to destroy your competition and i know i've already gotten feedback of like you know oh uh, i don't want to destroy my competition you know uh, yeah, I want everyone to be, well, then maybe you ought to listen to another podcast, because we're going to help you here to absolutely <laughs> dominate your competition. So if you want to win, if you want to win so much that you're going to be tired of winning, then you've come to the right place and you're listening. You're in the right place. So you're today's right episode, place. I realized we did not share at the end of the last episode what we're going to talk about today. So for the first time, we're revealing that today's episode, we're going to talk about how to talk like a real person, how to talk or write like a real person. Now, Everett, by trade, you are a writer. You're a copywriter. That means you write to, you write words that sell. So in your world, all the copywriters know this, that you're going to go through multiple revisions and take tons of work and dig through thesauruses for hours in order to, quote, dumb down your writing to basically your goal is a sixth grade reading level. Now, why is that? Absolutely. We want, it. We want two and three-syllable words at the most, three-syllable words. And uh, short sentences, short direct sentences, no compound complex sentences, no such thing as a colon. You'll never see a, I mean, unless it's like a colon into a bullet point, but the proper use of a colon as a, uh, uh, you know, as a way to continue a sentence. You'll never see still. passive tense. Yeah, yeah, you'll, you, none of it, none of it. It's just very direct writing. And so the reason... Direct is, to the point writing, like real people talk to each other when they're sitting on a bar stool next to each other. It's not what you see on a teleprompter with all the, or even worse, what you read in the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, or you see on TV all these fancy... <laughs> pundits for all their fancy degrees saying Donald Trump is an idiot. And before yeah, that, yeah. their favorite whipping boy was George W. Bush, who yeah. you would believe from everything everyone says what an idiot he is. He is still the only U.S. president ever to earn an MBA from Harvard Business 
school. And wow. not to mention, he has a degree from Yale. So I'm sure you can say, well, daddy got him into Yale because that's where he went. But, you know, Harvard Business School, Masters of Business Administration, the only president ever to do that, I'm pretty sure he's at least not a total idiot. Well, yeah, I mean, he's obviously a smart, uh, uh, very smart guy. And one of the reasons that he's clearly smart is because he understands that the way that you sway people is first by having them understand you. Um, and the easiest way to communicate ideas is with short, direct, sentences, simple words, and being repetitive. So here, here's a great practice for, uh, I, I mean, if you're a business owner and you haven't done this, then, um, you know, shame on you. But, but here's a great practice. Go watch, uh, uh, go get, uh, go get on YouTube and Google uh, Billy Bay's commercials and watch the 30 seconds. Now, hang on a second. I just want to clarify something. If you're already on YouTube, you don't have to Google this. But if you if you go to oh, okay, YouTube yeah, you, you and you search, search for the late great Billy Mays, is that what you're saying? The late great Billy Mays. <laughs> see how see how many times he says the same thing in a 30 second commercial. See how many. I mean, he says it a different way, but see how many times he makes the exact same point in a 30 second commercial. Now, go watch a Trump speech and make a note of how many times he says the exact same thing over the course of the speech, whether it's a short speech or a long speech, interview, whatever. Heck, over the course see, of a speech, how, how many... about over the course of a sentence? I mean, I just love <laughs> watching Donald Trump's sentences, even last night in his acceptance. That he's like, you know, uh, you know, we won. People said we couldn't win, but we did. And now we're going to beat Hillary because we did when people didn't think we could because we won. And we're going to keep winning. And uh, that's it. And so I'm glad we won. And now we're going to beat Hillary. And I'm like, that was the sentence? I mean, it was, uh, it was, I mean, if you wrote that down, of course, the New York Times writer, Mr. Highfalutin, you know, I drive a 1995 Hyundai, but I'm going to criticize a billionaire that he's an idiot and unsuccessful uh, because, you know, people with no, here's the thing, and business owners have to realize this too from your competitors or anyone else, that people that have fake power are always jealous of people with real powers. They want to knock them down. This is my theory of why the, the U.S. Congress people were always going after Bill Gates. Bill Gates is like the second richest person in the history of the earth, so all the fake power-holding congressmen kept calling him in front of Congress to testify and all this. He must have loved this. They, they would have loved breaking up his company and a this and a that. Like, it would have mattered to him at all. And so that's all these pundits and all these whatevers saying, you know, Donald Trump, oh, he, he's an idiot, though he sounds like an idiot. Well, take a look at what's happening. Yeah, well, it, people are flocking to him because they can understand it. Because well, and, says, it, and so as a writer, here's the thing, Everett, as mm -hmm. a writer, you know more than as much as anybody that it's much more difficult to, quote, dumb your writing down, to remove all the big words and the complex sentences and the passive tense and the long sentences oh, and absolutely. long words and all this kind of stuff and, and make it so that it just sounds like you're just talking to the guy next to you in a bar. That takes multiple revisions and hours of work and, and digging through the thesaurus can I get a shorter word to say this? And, and mm -hmm. it, it Trump, amazing. Just watch him. He just naturally does it. Now, you might be going through your mind as a listener here to sometime you bought something or sometime you sold something where, you know, the person just spoke in clear language, even very complex things. So I'll give you an example. I had a client who was a heating and air guy, and his whole website was filled with charts and graphs and how the heat, the hot air rises and the cold air this and the arrows all over the place and the 42% of the whatever is going 
going out your window and a hoo-ha and a whatever. And I'm like, my eyes were glazing over and he's my client. I'm like, and right. nobody wants to, no, you care about this. Nobody who's looking to buy heating air wants to read all this. Well, I wouldn't say nobody. There's somebody that's ultra analytical out there that might want to read this. But you want to, you know, that's, well, there's 16 candidates for the Republican nomination who got the, those few supporters that were happy with them, but the grounds right. well, the big chunk of people is going to buy heating and air when you can tell them in, in just very clear terms, look, here's the deal. This yeah, thing is going to save you money on your heating bill, probably about $62 a month, not 16%, not uh, one third, not anything where anyone has to do any math or think about anything. Just tell them straight out what your thing does. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and and um, it's uh, and to to follow up on that example, it, it it would be instead of all the charts and all that, it would be so much easier just to say um, that uh, that because it's more efficient, it cools the air better and it doesn't work as hard, and that translates to like you said, a thirty-two dollar average, thirty-two dollars savings. Um, yeah, and I don't even know about efficient. I don't even know if I would use the word efficient if I was Donald Trump. I would say because it works so good. Yeah, it works better. You're you're right. I mean that's. Uh, uh, that would be something that I would go through and have to decide. See, and um, you even uh, said works you know, better. I would say works so good. I would say one-syllable so words. It works so good that you will save money. Mm-hmm. And that was one two-syllable word, money. Maybe I'll say cash. Mm-hmm. It works so good that you will save cash. Those are all one-syllable words. I mean, that, now that, you see, even right there, I had to revise it. That takes work. It takes no work at all to go, our energy-efficient system that is uh, certified by the National Association of Heating and Air Companies will lower your estimated monthly heating bill cost by an average of 16.3%. That takes no thought and no, no, no skill and no intelligence to do. Any idiot can do that. It takes a lot of skill to, quote, dumb it down. Now, here's my theory on why the sixth grade reading level. Even when now I know people listeners from my experience, people will push back and this go, Oh, you don't understand. My target market is doc my target market is affluent people. These are doctors, Doesn't lawyers, matter. very successful people. They have college degrees, whatever. Yeah, of course I have a law degree, so I have an advanced degree. I idiotically because I was a stupid kid, I wasted the first twenty five years of my life. I was still in school. What an idiot. But anyway, so I have these advanced degrees, but even I like speed reading. I don't want to have to read something over and over to figure it out. I would love to, I love picking up a magazine like the National, you know, go check out the National Enquirer. Go check out your tabloid newspaper as opposed to the New York Times or or, or the fancy magazines that you could just breeze through. Well, I love that. I love to read an article in 12 seconds and not have to reread everything, and it was passive tense, and it was fancy words, and it was complex sentences. So the smarter people, we love it too. I love stuff that is spoken or written down to a sixth-grade reading level. Well, there's, there's another reason too, and that's because oftentimes when somebody writes something, it's very clear to them, but it's not clear to the person reading it because the person reading it hears the uh, most people sub-vocalize when they read, so they hear what they're reading. Now, some people don't. I, I know many lawyers don't because they had to read so much in law school they had to get over 
it, it makes the well, right. for, if we speed for slower read, reading. We, we're taught, that's the first thing we're taught. Don't yeah. read the words to yourself because you, can't, read, you well, can't do it fast enough. Yeah, you can't read them out. So, but most people, when they read, they sub-vocalize, so they hear the words in their head. Um, so, I mean, even if you're selling to doctors or CEOs or, or you know, people who are running bazillion-dollar companies, it doesn't matter they sub-vocalize. Well, they're here, they don't hear your voice saying the words. They hear their voice saying the words. And very simple, very direct sentences communicate ideas very easily. But if you start getting into a little bit more of a complex sentence, not only does it slow read, well, not only does it slow them down when they're reading, but on top of that, it also sounds different to them than it sounded to you when you wrote it. So it doesn't communicate properly. And when you don't communicate properly, you know, when you're not communicating properly, then of course, now if you're trying to get a sales message, you're really, you know, you're really screwing things up. Well, I can give you, an, I gave you an example from my heating and air guy with all his charts and graphs and arrows and percentages and, and then he had he had subtitles he had i mean not he had uh, uh citation on his website to then you go to the bottom of the website and he had the footnotes of like what oh, the articles are taken from in the national association of heating and air something or others so i'm like you're kidding me like scientific yeah, American cares. issue number 42 from whatever year says this and i'm like wow but here's another example this just happened today is somebody got a uh you know business owners we get these emails all the time i'll guarantee you on the first page of google uh you know so so at a, yeah. a somebody asked me for help and they said can you look over my letter here they're going to send a letter to business owners as an alternative to doing uh, paying for all this uh, what's called search engine optimization that takes a long time and months and gets your website to rank up there when people search on Google. She's like, well, I'm just going to teach these people to pay money to Google, to pay for the advertising. It's called Google AdWords, and then their ad automatically appears right there at the top of the first page of the listing. And sure. yet she shows a letter that goes around and around the topic and, and, and confuses everybody. I posted it in a group with other marketers, and everyone was confused. Confused. Her headline was something like, you know, are you not getting your money's worth out of your SEO? But she's not trying to sell SEO. She's trying to unsell them on SEO. But meanwhile, all the responses from people were like, well, you see, but here's the thing. You should have said, I can help your SEO get better. And I can do this with SEO and that with SEO and this with SEO. And no, then you I, say, I, I respond I'll, there, I'll like, have you on you know, Google people, you, people, none of you are understanding. Minutes. She's not selling SEO. She's selling the opposite. And they go, and then the responses all came overwhelming of like, oh, well, then, of course, the whole thing needs to be rewritten because it's just not clear. And if it's not clear to sharp marketers, it certainly may be clear to you writing it, but it's not clear to your audience. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And, and of course, the, the, the answer is what you should have said for the headline is something to the effect of, I'll have you on the front page of Google in 10 minutes. Exactly. You well, know that's what, I mean? what people were cool. saying, only they were saying it about SEO. But exactly, some kind of proof. Of, well, we'll talk about that another time. But see, how Donald Trump does it. He just comes right out. Now, most politicians are really good. They say, I'm asking for your vote. But here's a here's a thing. It just recently happened. One of the death knells for the two remaining opponents, one and a half remaining opponents for Trump, uh, <laughs> one of their death knells was this re recent stupid deal that they messed up in Indiana. I mean, they showed they're they not only complete lying, scheming, typical politicians, but they even messed up this deal because it was confusing. Kasich comes out and he goes, you know, look, uh, here's how we're going to stop Trump. You've got to vote for Cruz in Indiana and vote for 
me in Oregon or whatever. And then they go, really? You made that kind of deal? It's like, no, I'm not telling them not to vote for me. I'm like, what? So now you just totally confused everybody. So the, the response overwhelmingly from everything I saw was people just said, and then this crazy deal, whatever the heck it was, that just disgusted me on both of them. I'm voting for Trump. Right, right. So you can't be convoluted. You can't do something that you understand that your target market doesn't. They, people didn't understand that. They're like, wait a minute. Uh, you're telling me to vote for the other guy because that'll stop the other other guy? Like, I'm all confused about what the hell you're telling. I know when you say vote for me, that I understand. I get that. When you yeah. get up and you say vote for the other guy to stop the other other guy, you lost. Yeah, it, 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 it's confusing and it, it, and it reeks of politics as usual, but... Listen back back to I want to I want to talk about what Trump uh, uh, the way uh, the way he talks I, I mean I've actually taken a little time and studied some of the things that he said and it's uh, it, it, so a couple of ground rules for for somebody when they're you know when they're uh, uh, when they're writing their advertisements and stuff um, you've already mentioned make sure that make sure you're using small syllable words two three syllable words at the most most three syllable you don't want to use four syllable words short direct sentences active tone so I, I love that you mentioned that a couple times because most people miss it but um, uh, but you want to avoid where possible you want to avoid using the verb so uh, you know you don't want to say I was told something you want to say you know I was told something by Jim uh, no Jim told me that's that's a much better sentence it's a much more direct sentence and um, uh, well right oh, and, and you want course, to avoid things like you know as seen on whatever comma blah 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 or according to whatever comma blah 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 you want to avoid all that stuff Right, right. And just the, the, the and just say, beginning like phrases. Joe says, do this. Yeah, the beginning phrases uh, of the sentence. And, and I'm bad about that when I'm writing. I go through and edit all those out because I always have a ton of them uh, because that's how I talk. But, uh, uh, but then again, I'm not you know, running for president. So I have to go through once I, uh, once I write copy, I have to go through and edit all those beginning phrases out. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, the as said by and according to and all that stuff. But, you know, I mean, I know to do it. We edit them out. It, it uh, you know, it works fine. Well, but, you're talking about in writing. So, of course, we've got to edit them yeah. out in writing or hire someone that can do it. And so you can get to work building your business and doing something you're good at. But also when you're speaking, when you're speaking one to many, when you're selling one to one, when you're talking to a husband and wife nose to nose at the kitchen table to try and sell them your alarm system or whatever it is, don't make the mistake. I mean, we're at the end of today's session, so I got to just leave them with this. Like most people make the mistake of wanting to sound smart or wanting, they think they'll sound really intelligent if they say something confusing and intelligent and they want to whiz back and fool people and whatever, and like, it's the complete opposite. You want to sound like their best friend, like you're just talking to them, like one buddy to another. Picture that your ideal client, your ideal prospect, the perfect person you'd want to deal with, sat down next to you at a bar stool and said, you know, I'm going through this problem. Do you know anyone that could solve? And what would you say to that person? And I'm pretty sure you wouldn't start with all your highfalutin, crazy language. You would just talk. <laughs> no. And not if you're man, just if, when you can get as good at Donald Trump ever at, at doing that just it's amazing he just does it he just naturally it talks it's that way and that's why he connects with everyone you've seen him connect massively with the blue collar workers you're about to see him connect even as all these Mr. High Muckety Muck uh, pundits and politicians are all going to come over to him now he, and you know that when he makes big business deals and has to sit there in front of governments to get his regulations or whatever, he's talking to some pretty sharp people he connects with all of them when you 
can nat Everett Farnell, when you can actually do that, you will run for president. And then we'll have to have <laughs> Not me. learn from Everett Farnell podcast. No, thank but you. until then, we'll have to be satisfied <laughs> with lessons learned from Donald Trump. So let's uh, bring to a close today's episode. But we've teased a little bit. We're going to go into a little more detail on this on the next week's episode because we're going to talk a little bit more about how you authentic, how you come across authentically to connect with the most people possible, and we're going to use the examples of the one and only uh, Republican nominee for President of the United States. I can't, I might be laughing just thinking about that. The one and only Donald Trump. Oh, the one and only P.T., I mean, Donald J. Trump. The one and only P.T., his middle name should be P.T., <laughs> Donald P.T. Barnum Trump. And our next episode is absolutely, I promise you, I promise you, believe me, it's going to be huge. It's huge. It's amazing. Actually, you know what? Also, I, uh, I consider this, I consider the next episode, the, the specific topic of the next episode, I consider the single most important thing for business owners to understand and the single most often thing that they screw up. Can't wait. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.